For the first time in Canada's history, the population grew by more than one million in a single year. Is Canada still a welcoming country for immigrants? What impact does immigration have on our society? Joining us to talk about it is Leah Hamilton, Vice Dean, Research and Community Relations and Professor of Organizational Behavior in the Faculty of Business and Communication Studies at Mount Royal University. Good morning to you, Professor. Thanks so much for joining us. Good morning, Sue. Thanks for having me this morning. Do you think, does it seem Canadians' opinions towards immigration has changed in recent years? It it seems that stats show that of late, doesn't it? It does. Well, of note, um, Enveronics runs a public opinion survey every year. So because they ask the same questions year over year, it really gives us an opportunity to look at changes in public opinion. And what we found this year when they collected data in September of 2023 is that there was a significant increase in the number of Canadians who believed that Canada accepts too many immigrants. And this is a huge reversal from what Canadians said when surveyed last year when we saw that support for immigration levels stood at an all-time high in Canada. And what I want to point out is that Canadians are still more likely to disagree with the notion that immigration levels in Canada are too high. But this year, more Canadians than in the past were indicating that they believe that immigration levels are too high. And this increased um, significantly. So a massive one-year change in opinion since this question was first asked by Enveronics back in 1977. Now, I choose to look on the the positive side of this, and and I hope this to be true, that for most Canadians who feel this way, it's sort of more about supply and demand, whether it relates to housing or jobs, and it's not an issue of of increased racism. Do, do, Do we see anything that shows any of those sides within the statistics? I want to point out that the change was really in concerns about immigration levels but when we when you look at the data there was no change in how Canadians feel about immigrants themselves or um, you know Canadians were very likely to say that immigrants are integrating they contribute a lot to Canadian society um, that newcomers make their communities a better place so the only change was specifically related to immigration levels and that was more likely to be said um, in Ontario and British Columbia. Now, the levels uh, via the federal government have been on the increase, correct, in terms of how many immigrants are, are brought into the country? They had been increasing over the last several years. And then in the fall of 2023, the federal government released a new immigration levels plan um, where they were saying there would be sort of a a leveling off so that they'd be welcoming about 485,000 permanent residents in 2024 and 500,000 in 2025 and 2026. We know we have a housing crisis in Calgary, in Alberta, frankly, right across the country. So, you know, is that the perception then that we, you know, that is obviously a big factor. You touched on it just a moment ago, but that's got to contribute to the public opinion on the immigration levels within the country, right? There's just, there's no housing for anybody, let alone new folks coming in. 
Yeah, so as you know, as you indicated, we are facing um, issues with housing availability and affordability. And when the leads on the survey, which include Keith, Keith Newman from Enveronics, were looking at what was driving these perceptions, what they found was that the belief that immigration levels were too high seemed to be driven by perceptions that newcomers may be contributing to the housing crisis in terms of availability and affordability. But I think what's important to point out here is that when we look at housing um, availability and affordability, many experts agree that the root causes of this shortage are not related to immigration. Yes, supply and demand matter, but there's you know anti-development sentiment um, in municipalities, which can lead to delays in projects. Um, we can also, yeah, we, we, we need to build more homes. There's no question about that. Um, but when we look at this issue, it's multiply determined by myriad factors that have unfolded, you know, over at least the last decade. Looking forward, what potential future trends do you foresee in public opinion from Canadians on immigration levels and, and how might that be reflected by the government? Well, I think, you know, as someone who researches attitudes toward immigrants, um, I think it's important to pay attention to this trend that we're seeing and to think about how do we ensure continued public support for immigration. It will be really important for political leaders at all levels, municipal, provincial, territorial, uh, federal, to address and counter perceptions of threat and competition over housing, over jobs, over other resources, um, and to also make really critical public policy decisions that address this housing shortage. Um, it will also require you know, fair media coverage, fair representation of immigrants. Um, these are a few ways that I think it's really important to ensure continued public support for immigration and to make sure that what we're seeing now, which is a change in attitudes toward immigration levels, doesn't shift to become a change in attitudes toward immigrants themselves. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Great conversation. Appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for having me, Sue. Thank you. Dr. Leah Hamilton, Vice Dean, Research and Community Relations and Professor of Organizational Behavior in the Faculty of Business and Communication Studies at Mount Royal University.